Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's the memo. You got the same guys as always. Alex Misados, Matt Brodsky, and Richard Lyons. Um, we have a lot to talk about today. There's been some some very significant news in the NFL. Um, we have our last you know, NBA segment of the year. Uh, we don't know how long it's going to be until the next season. You know, After that finals, everyone's it was weird, right? You're just thinking, we don't know when we're going to see basketball again, right, Matt? Yes, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just like surreal to even, you know, ponder, really. Yeah, it, it's Will like, the NBA come back? Will we ever see professional basketball again? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's not like they've been speaking about January for the last three months, but... You just don't, you just don't know. Is it really January? That's what they think, but that's not the point. That'd be sick. That's like right around the corner. Yeah, that would be sick. So, the NBA is over. The Lakers are NBA champions. We'll talk about that series a little bit and uh, maybe get into a, where they go from here. We don't really have to get too much into that because that's that's more, you know, off-season. Yeah, I think season. we can actually skip over it. <laughs> yeah, um, I would agree with that. And then everyone, everyone knows at this point the significant news going around the NFL with uh, Dak Prescott, now today Le'Veon Bell, a um, bunch of other stuff, and... Then we're going to do our weekly picks where um, the standings are getting closer. Matt, 10 and 5. Alex, 8 and 7. Richard, 7 and 8. So I was way behind the beginning. I told you I'm going to catch up. I told you to watch your back. And I told you if two weeks ago we were able to do a show, I would have picked the Browns and I would have even been caught up even more. I never made a pick on that game. So you yeah, don't you know were, if you that's were going to pick not. the Colts. I did pick the Colts. That game happened this week, idiot. I, I meant it you were going to pick the Cowboys. Cowboys. You were going to pick the Cowboys. Who knows? The Browns are four and one. Maybe I would have picked the Browns. Yeah, but they weren't four and one then. They were two and one. Well, that remains to be seen. <laughs> well, now it'll never be seen. So uh, yeah, no, you had a good week. You were you were three and one. I stumbled a little bit. Went one and three. So close to that Chargers pick, which would have been a nice one. They, they they've had some heartbreakers, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, a day in the life of the Chargers. <laughs> but they're three and thirteen. Well, what do you know? Kershaw gives up a years. homer. Playoff Kershaw, baby. Playoff Kershaw, playoff P. Tell me the difference. He's been good. He gave up a solo home run. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes for him. <laughs> We got a lot of good games this week. Four four games for predictions. We'll get to towards the end of the show. Yeah, these but, are uh, tough, man. Tough. I have a feeling we're gonna be on different sides of a lot of these. So this is a big moving week for us. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about it. I'm not excited to watch them go down. Well, I am, but when what? you know, <laughs> I, I mean in the sense that like I'm gonna be so nervous about my team winning that I pick, and all the games are too good to like be confident about. <laughs> About Alex, your face. <laughs> Richard's <laughs> like, I hate football. <laughs> I do. I'm excited to pick them. Won't watch any of it. <laughs> I do hate football because uh, Adam Gase ruined my life. But um, we'll, we'll 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 get to that later. But let's let's talk about you know the best news in the world, the single greatest thing that's happened uh, in the past uh, week and year and life. Um, <laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers are your 2020 NBA champs. Round of applause. Who knew from the beginning? It might have been me. It might have, you know. When did the NBA resume from the COVID break? When? <laughs> yeah. that They came back? 
<laughs> oh, oh, you're going to pull one of those? Yeah, we got the, I know Mi- they s- we got they the Mickey s- Mouse ring, bro. I don't no, care. No, because they stopped in March. Yeah. And I just didn't know if they restarted. I heard that they were doing a second bubble for the bad teams. Is that is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. We won that, too. Oh. Bad bubble champs. Um, No, but seriously, the Lakers take down the Miami Heat in six games. Um, We didn't get to do a podcast about the game five, which ended up being the best game of the series. One of the best games in recent memory of the finals, if you ask me. That was, we were all watching together. Um, Heartbreaker on my end, but uh, happy they came out on top in the end. But Jimmy Butler, uh, hats off, obviously. Yeah. Anything to say? (laughs) <laughs> hey, hats off to the Lakers. I see yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be a man for Matt. Um, <laughs> we we definitely we were we were not on the Lakers train. We um we laughed when you guys would say that they would cakewalk to the finals. And I actually never they, said that. Yeah, well, we don't need to talk about Cornfeld here. Um, <laughs> but they did. They they've decisively won. Um, he played them pretty tough, but I think this was kind of a result that we were all expecting. the The Lakers were just the better team through and through, and uh, LeBron got his fourth ring. AD got his first. Not 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 much to say, you know. Just yeah, uh, we we've kind of covered it all at this point about because I think the last time we recorded it was after Game Four. I think they were up 3-1 at that point. So, you know, we said all we had to say. You know, LeBron looked great. AD looked great. Um, their defense is stifling. Jimmy Butler is the only playmaker on the Heat. All the same stuff. Um, it, it It's not surprising that they won. Um, I, I do recommend everyone, if you want <laughs> Who is that? He doesn't look nerd? anything like that anymore. He does not look like that at all. We haven't seen him in a while. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, hey, you you might have made a little bit of a difference, but did, hey, they, they wouldn't have won. That, won. They they won that game uh, game five because of him. Um, not well, obviously because of Jimmy. But if he didn't step up like that, they lose. Um, but what I was saying was, I lost my train That's of thought weird. because Matt's, <laughs> Matt's licking. Duncan Matt's Robinson trying to film a gay porno. That's <laughs> Oh my God! That's why I died. I thought it was Duncan Robinson. <laughs> Jesus oh Christ! God. I was like, why I'm pretty sure it? Dragic didn't play in Game Five, but uh, I'll just let, <laughs> oh, Richard, okay. I'll let Richard that's, go here. Well, that's why I think he looks different. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan Robinson looks nothing like that. That's why I was like, yeah, he doesn't look like that. <laughs> uh, well, he also had a full beard now, Dragic. So. He did play in right. Game Six. He looks so he like looks he's more 80 like Duncan now. Robinson because he had a full beard. <laughs> That's bad. I thought you were just like trying to be like annoying about Duncan Robinson because you said the Duncan Robinson game when they won that, but now you're trying to be like, oh, they only won because they didn't have fucking Dragic. Which yeah, you doesn't mentioned matter. that they didn't have any scores outside of Jimmy Butler. I mean, the guy who was leading them in the playoffs didn't yeah. play. So. You know what I think about that? If he's there. Butler doesn't have to do what he did where he, like... Like, Butler kind of replaced his production when he went uh, those two games where he fucking played every minute and just, like, gave it his all. Yeah. Like, he doesn't do that, and then you probably, well, he's never like, played in the finals before, so that's what he does in the finals. 
Yeah, that's what he does in the finals. Yeah, cool. But I just it, like I don't I don't like I don't like that. It, it, I wouldn't like it either if I was a Laker fan. <laughs> they they would have won anyway. It Goran, a lot they of won. close games. Goran Dragic was the the guy going to get them over the hump against LeBron and AD. Listen, Whatever. They were a lot of there were a lot of close games. The the Heat were shorthanded because you could obviously tell they were missing a playmaker. They needed another score. They needed another offensive weapon in close games, and they were missing yeah. one of them. Okay. I remember what my train of thought was now before you started licking Drogic's nose. Um, I, I recommend everyone, if you like podcasts, to, to go oh, listen whoa, to Whoa, 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 whoa. No free plugs. No free plugs. <laughs> this, kid has, this kid has not stopped talking about this podcast. Did they shout out us? Did they shout, shout they us did. out? They did. You should have heard Bill. He was he was real big on us. Um, Richard no, thinks Jared Dudley is a uh, astrophysicist. <laughs> I think it's just an interesting perspective on on the bubble. He went on the Bill Simmons podcast. He was on for like a little over an hour, and he just talked about the whole process, like being there, talking about like when you see a team after you lose or you win because they were like in the same hotel and all that, like. I thought it was just cool. And Jared like, Dudley had the same perspective that I did on the finals. <laughs> you just, that's just a ridiculous statement. <laughs> he didn't talk about himself playing. He wasn't like, yeah, well, you know, when I went in, he like, <laughs> was just like talking up all the other players that actually did shit. You know, he would like talk about how Ron, like watching Rondo and how he like prepares and LeBron. And apparently LeBron literally sleeps in like a pod. Like a recovery pod and like oh yeah, I, I saw yeah. one of those things in Matisse Thibel's, uh Yeah, video. he would like take <clears throat> hour like multiple hour naps in it <laughs> for recovery. But um, that's fucking I, crazy. I just, yeah, I just think it's like a cool perspective of life in the bubble and like the, for the team that won, like how they went about things. Like I told you guys, we were texting in the group. He like he's talking about Rondo watching film and how he's like. When James Harden crosses over three times, like on that fourth time, he's looking to step back. And like 65% of the time when he does this, he's driving to his right. Like, I think like little things like that is cool to hear about. Just like how, like the cerebral part of how teams prepare. Because, you know, you just watch yeah. the game and it seems so like in the moment. But then, you know, you realize it really is like methodical and planned out. Like how they attack on offense, on defense. Like, it's cool. I actually, since we're, since we're uh, promoting other content... Um, I saw, I saw a video of, it was like, basically it was like a 10 minute video focused in on the, like the Lakers two like video guys. Um, I, I think I they, saw that. That video was great. It was like, mm -hmm. they get, they get there at like five in the morning. Cause Vogel gets there at like six 30 and they basically mm -hmm. have to get everything like up on his computer and like they, they just like scout. It, it was during the season. So they were like, they were playing the Knicks. Yep. And mm -hmm. there was yeah, like an I inside, there was an inside, like inside the video room, uh, like video of, of them, like talking about the Knicks and doing like all the preparation for, for the Knicks who are, are the Knicks, obviously, yeah. um, they suck and you probably don't need to prepare for them that much if you're the Lakers, but they did. And that's, I'm sure that's part of the reason why they're so Yeah, it's cool. Good. And, and that's like what, um, Spolstra started as for the heat. He was one of those video guys like that. So it's yeah. cool getting that perspective on them. But yeah, I, I like yeah, I said. Cool. Um, another plug. Uh, there's this website uh, where you can get delivery in two days. Uh, Amazon. Uh, you guys might might want to check that out. Um, 
No, but yeah, that's pretty good. I tried it once. <laughs> Listen to that podcast. There's a bunch of cool snippets in there. They talk about, you know, the Clippers and and all that all that stuff for the other teams. We should say the name of it if the Bill Simmons podcast. If, I said Bill Simmons pod. Oh, Bill Simmons. Let me get the name of that video I saw. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so while you're looking that up, I just want to say. Uh, you know, like we said in the beginning, you know, hats off to the Heat. They brought it every game, and I don't think anyone thought it would go to six when Drogic went out. Um, so they, they brought a lot of competition. Um, obviously, had uh, congratulations to the Lakers. Very happy. Uh, Frank Vogel, wow. first year as a head coach for the team, takes us to the finals. I think he should get a lot of credit because when you're it's a LeBron-led team and you're the head coach, you usually don't get that much credit. And I think I remember when Ty Lue was coaching the Cavs, how much hate he would get for his rotations and, you know, keeping guys in too long, this and that. And I feel like there really wasn't that same, you know, animosity towards Vogel. It seemed like he was always, you know, adjusting and well-prepared and <clears throat> making rotations different and, like, adapting. So that's Yeah, all they seem like they really like him. Um, the, the video coordinator's video is a backstage Lakers episode from – january 23rd so if you want to watch it you can't miss go check that out <laughs> can't miss stuff it's sick um, it is cool i saw it it's cool um but yeah I'd rather lick my own feet <laughs> we know we know matt matt was <laughs> i'd rather the, lick my own feet than do a lot of things here. matt has a christmas day champions banner in his room from that pat bev block oh, oh. you're gonna He's take that salty. matt I'm not a Clippers fan, so I'm. I yeah, you're not a Clippers fan. Closet. You have a Clippers, Clippers jersey. I that was from Blake Griffin way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Is it not? <laughs> it's from when it's fire from. jersey too. I'm pissed too. I, I ordered a Tyler Hero jersey and it never came during the finals. Yeah, you ordered I'm a sure Tyler you, Hero jersey. Of course you it's did. Fresh. It's the Matt, blue Miami averages like jerseys. 13 points a game. Matt's like yeah. he's the next Clay. He is the next Clay, but he's a um, terrible defender. It's the blue Miami Vice jerseys. They're so those fresh. are really cool. But you should have got um, Bam. He'll be off got the team Butler. in three years. Why wouldn't you get Butler? You're gonna get Herb, idiot. Because it's gonna yeah. be worth a lot of money when he's uh, in the Hall of Fame. They're gonna trade him for Beal. <laughs> yeah, okay. he's gonna be off the team in two years. Okay. And then he's going to be irrelevant on the Wizards. And the Lakers are going to trade Kuzma there, too, so they can be irrelevant together. It's a fresh jersey. (laughs) And I was upset that I didn't come. Um, I'm sure you didn't come. (laughs) I'm sure it'll be here soon. It sounded sounded like like you said I didn't come. Did you you having it during the finals? That's not a problem for me. Do you what? think, you know, just like Drogic being out and, you know, Bam hurt his shoulder, Matt not having his jersey, that's a big loss for the Miami Heat. We weren't ready. We weren't ready as a unit. Yeah. They they <laughs> were every day checking their, you know, Insta stories, Snap stories. Does Matt have his jersey yet? Did he post it up with the, with, with this emoji? I know. I told Tyler to be waiting, but I think, yeah. I, I, think I distracted him a little bit. <laughs> All right. We can move on. Um, we'll We'll, we'll – probably be talking a lot of lakers in the offseason you know where they go from here like can they improve yeah. not sure, sure about we'll be that. talking about them every episode <laughs> yeah. oh yeah uh where they go from here can they improve do they run it back with this squad i don't think they should but uh 
tale for another day. So let's get into, you know, the stuff that's happening now in the sport that's actually going to continue for another, uh, you know, 11 weeks. Who of knows how long at this point. With that is true. COVID. That is true. Um, there's been another breakout in the Falcons locker room now. Um, we just dealt with the Titans and the, the who, who else was it? The Vikings had a little bit, right? Oh, no, they didn't have it. They just played the Titans, right? Yeah, the Patriots were the, were the other team. <clears throat> Their game got postponed against Denver, but right now the ti- uh, the Falcons are. It was a personnel it. guy, apparently. Oh, okay. So they he should be fired. I thought it was multi. I thought it was multiple. Uh, multiple positives. I didn't see that. Let me look it up. I thought I saw that too. Oh, a the second mo- positive. Okay. Yeah, yeah so they have two news. bad news the bears. First, one of them was personnel. Yeah, so a coach if, and player. If the NFL continues as it's supposed to, and they can, you know, make it through these outbreaks that they're getting, um, we still have a lot of football left. But right now, I don't know. But the biggest news, I'd say, what? What? I don't know. You looked like you were uh, not happy with something. There. Well, first, no, I, whatever. Let me just say. I'm very happy for once. It seems like uh, our timeline for recording the memo matched up with news for the first time ever that yeah. Le'Veon Bell got signed to the Chiefs. If we had <laughs> recorded this like two days ago, we would be saying that he got cut. Then we'd be speculating on where he was going to go, and then the yep. next day he would he would sign. Yep. So we finally lined up the right way. Le'Veon Bell was cut by the Jets. He is now signed with the Kansas City Chiefs for the rest of the season. And that is a big, big piece for yeah, and, defending Super Bowl champions. And there's there's multiple layers to this story. You know, obviously we're going to talk about what it means for the Chiefs, what he can do for them. You know, how much he'll contribute with. You know, they just drafted a running back in the first round, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who's been you know pretty good for them as a rookie. I don't think he's been the stellar. He's, he has slowed back down that, a yeah, lot from um, week one. I don't think he's been the stellar back that everyone thought from day one. And I think. You know, they're a team that can afford to pay Bell for one year. They don't need Edwards Hilaire to be this breakout back right now. They have him for five years. Um, they can afford to just bring in Bell, and if he looks good for them, you run with him for, for this year and then hope Edwards Hilaire <coughs> improves. But um, then the other side of it is obviously, you know, how it got to this point with the Jets where not only is he not traded, he's just straight up released five games into this his second year on the team after signing a four-year 50 something million dollar deal or whatever it was um and they're still the he signed probably signed for like two three mil with the chiefs because the jets are still paying him 15 mil this year um so i don't know what side of the are uh, that argument you guys want to get into first um uh i would like to start with the jets um yeah get, get do it in order of the timeline yeah uh well my first reaction was what the fuck um, I think that was a, a lot of people's first reaction. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just, I, I just, it baffles my mind that um, you have a young, developing quarterback um, who's who's being coached by Adam Gase, who d- clearly does not know how to call a game, doesn't know how to call good plays for him. Um, the coaching staff is constantly um, blaming the the complete ineptitude on offense on execution by the players, which is just 
like so disgustingly unprofessional and uh, to begin with. He's always talking about injuries and injuries. Um, and and like you you as I was saying when I first started, you have a you have a young, promising quarterback. I think pretty much. As as bad as Sam Darnold has looked, everybody knows that he has potential and he has the the he has the talent to be a good quarterback. Um, and with with no weapons, no play calling, um, and and you ship out the best player on offense. Um, I, I just don't understand it. He's he's the easily the most talented player on the offense. Um, and for for um, two and a half years or a year and a half or however long he's been on the team, Adam Gase has just not not at all been able to to utilize one of one of the best offensive players of of like this past decade hasn't been able to utilize him in any way at all or make Le'Veon Bell productive in in any way. Um and they just ship him out. Um this to me is the Jets saying, like uh, you said this yesterday, Richard. They're just they're giving up on Darnold. Uh, they're tanking. They're not they're not going to invest more time, money, or risk into um, giving him players to to surround himself with to make him look a little bit better and develop. And they want they want Trevor Lawrence to be the quarterback, and they want to reset the the rookie quarterback clock. Yeah, and it's just and it's just it's, uh, I get it. I get it. If you're Joe, if you're Joe Douglas, you want to like it's a sunk cost. If you if you want your own quarterback and and you don't think Sam Darnold is your guy, then you got to just move on. Um, but holy fuck, it's like embarrassing. It's just it's just such a bad look. It's the the team is just in complete disarray. <laughs> I don't understand how like like it's just their their reputation is just shot. Yeah, and. Yeah, you you said it all. Embarrassing, shocking, infuriating, annoying. Ev- everything bad that it could possibly be. Any of those reactions, it's that. Um, and what I hate so much is this off season. You know, leading up in, in training camp and before that, whatever. You know, Adam. He always says the right thing. Adam Gase. Uh, oh, I've been talking to Bell. We've been watching his Pittsburgh film. We want to get him more involved in the passing game. We want to get him in space. Get him the ball here. Get him the ball there. And and he just doesn't. I know he was out for three weeks, but they didn't do it against Buffalo, and they didn't do it when they had him this past week when he came back, and he was averaging like 4.7 yards a carry. And him and Gore basically split carries 50-50 while Gore's getting like three three yards a carry. He has one target in the passing game, one of the best pass-catching backs in, like you said, the past decade. Like, not just offensive weapon. He's one of the—he's basically a receiver when he's out. He can run routes. He can catch the ball. He's he's a great weapon out of the backfield. And he had one target. And then you—and then you have Adam Gaze drawing up. A post throw from Joe Flacco to Frank Gore. When you have Le'Veon Bell on the team, why? Why in the world is that ever considered and thought to be a productive and you know potentially high potential play call? What happens if Frank Gore catches a post? He gets tackled for seven yards. Nothing happens if you throw the ball to Frank Gore. 
you have Le'Veon Bell, you have anybody else, P. Ryan. That oh, let's not even get into that when this man says uh-huh. uh, we didn't play P. Ryan a single snap because we don't want to stunt his growth. Yeah, you're gonna stunt a running back's growth by not playing him a single snap. You know, the one position where <laughs> I think Damian Woody said it, but I mean everyone knows this: running back is the easiest position to translate from college. The Every year you see a rookie running back, no matter what round they're drafted in, if there's a good O-line, good play calls, they contribute, they can play well. You don't stunt their growth by giving them the ball. But it, it, it's I just, just don't like, understand how they how do you how do you move forward with Adam Gase as your head coach? Yeah, and I, I think it. that's that's where a lot of this frustration comes in. And look, there I, there's the everyone has these reasons. It, it's been a, a day now or whatever it was. It was yesterday, right? He got released. Or, or Tuesday. Yes. Yesterday. And now everyone's, oh, like I saw, oh, they have, would have to two, pay him eight, eight mil if he if he got hurt. They they He's guaranteed eight million next year instead of four million, whatever it is. This, he, oh, get him, do him a favor. You talk to his agent. Now you look good to other players. You let him go, find his own team, this and that. But, like, I think what people are frustrated about is that there's been this, you know, battle between Gase and Bell this whole time. No matter how many times they tried to say, oh, we like each other, it's fine. I don't, I don't know why the media drums this up, whatever. It's been, it's obviously been this, you know, head-butting battle between them. And now it looks like you chose Adam Gase over Le'Veon Bell, who the fans know is one of the, is the best offensive weapon the team's had. And, and, and people have their opinions on Bell. You think he's washed, whatever. I, w- I would choose Le'Veon Bell over Adam Gase. Um, and now it- it's like, why? They've lost by dub- double-digit points every game. Every single game of the season, they're getting blown out. The- this struggling Cardinals team, who Kyler Murray has 26 completions for 100 yards the week before, they go for 500 yards on the team. And the team does absolutely, we, we score 10 points. There's nothing. There's no creativity in the offense. They're getting blown out. The players don't care. And no. And why it starts at the top with the Johnsons. And specifically right now, you know, Woody Johnson's been trash. But right now it's Christopher Johnson because he thinks he's the smartest man in the room. He thinks he knows football. He thinks he can hire a coach on his own, you know, thought process. But, I, dude... I can easily see how he gets in a room with Adam Gase and Adam Gase swindles him into thinking he's he's this genius. You've seen Adam Gase talk when he's in a press conference. If he's like flowing and talking and into it, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about. And then you have Peyton Manning call Christopher Johnson, a guy who's been acting owner for two years. He's probably like, oh, the greatest quarterback ever is calling me to tell me to hire this guy. Yeah. And that's where, that's where you make the mistakes. And it's just – it's never going to change until – I think what they have to do is this offseason, you fire Adam Gase, and he says, Joe Douglas, it's you. I'm, he shouldn't even sit in the interview with the coaches. It shouldn't be like, oh, you know, you have the the choice, but I'm going to be there. No, he should not be involved with any football decisions. You pay the money that the football people say. that They, they tell you what decisions to make with the football money. That's it. You want to come to events, you want to be around the players, you want to be on the field and at practice, good for you. You can do that. You don't get a say in any of this. It's just, it, that's, where it all, that's where it all is. And then he comes out week two, he's an offensive genius. I think the fans are giving him an unfair criticism. And now apparently he might get fired November 1st instead. Okay. Just fire him now. Just get him out. No one wants him. No one likes him. 
Yeah, I, I just I don't understand like I don't understand when you have a talented player on offense who the coach can't figure out how to utilize. You don't get rid of the talented player; you get rid of the coach, mm-hmm. um, and you find somebody who can who can make Le'Veon Bell a valuable player in the Jets' offense. I don't think. I don't know if they fire Adam Gase. Who becomes the head coach? Is it uh, is it what Greg Williams or does he go too? Is it he Jim Bob too, Cooter? Honestly. I think is it, it should be the whoever teams coach. Whoever it is can probably figure out how like to get Le'Veon Bell one the ball in his hands and two yards. Yeah, and the thing the thing is, if you promote one of these coaches, look, I think. You know the defenses look like trash. I I don't want Greg Williams to be our interim. He he can go too for all I care. I mean the defense has nobody, but still they they look unprepared. They're undisciplined. They had like the most uh, against the Broncos, the most personal fouls in a game in like thirty years or something <laughs> crazy. Um, and I just what, the, what was that noise? Oh, sorry. I want to oh, make sure my POV co- shot. <laughs> I want to make sure my <laughs> computer didn't. Duck. I'm recording on the PC though. Um, like, just get someone in there who has nothing to lose. Adam Gase has everything to lose, and he still coaches like a scared little baby. Just let it. Like, you're done, man. <laughs> it's over. Just let it out. Just go. Just throw the lot. Do something creative. Like, mix it up. It's <laughs> your 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 time is yeah, done. Jesus Christ, have some fun. Yeah, like I'd like to. Said, I'd like to see Adam Gase go out there and have some fun this week yeah, against no, the Dolphins and run a fucking, just run a fucking flea flicker with uh, whoever he wants. Have just you ever do something him, different? Have you ever seen him get mad at the refs for a call? Have you ever seen him get like amped up on the sideline when someone does something good? Have you ever seen him get angry at anything or have any emotion at all? Sociopath. All I, all I ever see is him on the sideline. That might be looking, what it is. Looking down at his chart. <laughs> He's just looking down at his play chart while we're like on defense. And he fucking calls <laughs> the worst plays. He calls yeah. a fucking screen, a little past the flats, a run up the middle. It's like, what are you looking at the play sheet for? You call JV plays. Yeah, and there's there's this guy, this, um, this Jets reporter. His name is Robbie Sabo, and he did a really – interesting breakdown i thought and he was talking about he's like this is the difference between a creative mind and adam gase (laughs) both teams uh, uh, jets cardinals had fourth and one situations the jets ran a fullback dive to a tight end who has who had one career carry going into that play now he has two and he also had the audacity to say after the game, every time we gave him the ball, he gets at least one or two yards. So we gave he had one carry, so no he doesn't way. he doesn't get at one or two yards every time you give him the ball. Then Kingsbury on the you other just side. Hope nobody noticed that. <laughs> yeah, um, like <laughs> people don't can't look up guys' stats at the you know snap of their fingers. You know, I'm not saying Kingsbury is his great head coach. I think he still has a lot to prove. But as a play caller, they have a fourth and one. And they run like this fake trap run wheel route to this random running back coming out of the backfield that goes for like thirty yards. <laughs> like it's just it's just some yeah. something as small and simple as that shows someone who has balls and creativity and like 
knows how to manipulate a defense and take advantage of matchups against someone who's riding off uh, Peyton Manning-led offense and who hasn't proven anything since then without him. Every single time he's without Peyton Manning, they're bottom 10 offense in the league. Um, honestly, honestly, Adam Gase is a... He's a he's a liar, <laughs> and you yeah. you like wonder why the players don't like playing for him, like Matt just said, and I I think it was a joke. Um, but he's just like a a narcissistic, like self centered, really egotistical liar. <laughs> um, he lied about getting Le'Veon Bell more involved. Like he just he just tells lies. <laughs> He, he, Look, he, he talks about that. the only players he talks, that he, he, well, there's not much of a difference. He's like can't come to grips with the reality that he's not a good play caller, so he blames it on his players. He blames it on injuries, and he just is not in touch or in tune with what is really happening. He only cares about himself and preserving his job, which apparently he's pretty good at doing, <laughs> even though <clears throat> the Jets are zero and five and the laughing stock of the NFL. Yeah, and and what I don't get is like Christopher Johnson. I know this was your first hire. I know you're trying to maybe hold out hope that you don't look like the biggest moron on the planet, even though you already were the day you hired him in the eyes of everybody on the outside. Just cut cut it loose, man. It's you made you fucked up. You really, <laughs> really, really messed up. And it's time to admit it and just say, uh, "Get out." Just people were saying that the, the day he was hired. Yeah, that's what I, I just said. Like, <laughs> I, I, yeah. like the day he was hired, everyone called you an absolute moron. Yeah, you know, it's, it's usually you hire a new coach and everybody buys in. They're like, "This guy want, does this you, well. We love this. It's a new era. Let's go." In one the of second, is I was like, "What the fuck are we doing?" In here one of Gaze? and what I'm hearing from people who've been Jet fans for thirty plus years. In the season that is being described as the absolute worst season since Rich Kotite, I guess he was this terrible coach they had back in the 90s. You want people to, you know, get a, a little bit excited about the Jets this year? You fire Adam Gase. Yeah. That's yeah. the one thing you can do where people will be like, yeah, <laughs> like so excited about one thing, one thing. Because everything this man touches just turns to shit. We've... The only player, the only players who succeed under Adam Gase are slot receivers. Jamison Crowder, great for you. You're, I like you anyway. But uh, Jarvis Landry had like 110 catches under him until uh, he traded him. Because until he, he traded, believe. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's just slot receivers. Chris Herndon, he's had his own self-inflicted wounds. He looks nothing like what he did his rookie year. I don't see him get targeted downfield ever. I mean, I guess when he does, he drops it. But still, you talk this guy up the whole year. You have Chris Hogan and and undrafted receiver starting and then Crowder's out Braxton Berrios just throw him the ball I don't <laughs> care if he's dropping it throw it to the one guy who's talented and athletic that's throwing jump balls in the end zone to Chris Hogan infuriating <laughs> what are you thinking it makes no sense it's like self fucking sabotage <laughs> yeah and it's like he's doing it on purpose he looks worse you made Le'Veon Bell look bad you're Sam Darnold watch watch rookie year Sam Darnold and tell me he doesn't look like a completely different player. They it's ruined just like, him. It's completely ruined. Like, 
They ruined ah. everything, everything that was going well for the franchise. Jamal Adams left, Le'Veon Bell left, Darnold looks worse. And nothing, nothing has nothing. And has, now has think about right. this. You know, at the time everyone was everyone was infuriated anyway. That game, he brings Makai the, the Broncos game. Makai Becton was the emergency backup, comes in after three snaps. Yeah, he what was he going to be the starter the whole game now? What was the point of him being the emergency backup if he's just going to basically start the whole game? He leaves the game. He's going to be out on two weeks now. He's not playing Sunday, so he was put in the game and now he's out multiple weeks. Sam Darnold came back in the game. Now he's out multiple weeks. Like, how do they let this happen? That, that, that I will give. I'll give Joe Douglas criticism for that. You don't let that happen to your players. You're the GM. You say he's not going back in the game. You yeah. say he's inactive. <laughs> like. I know they have doctors and like they listen to doctors, whatever. Like, you don't let that happen. Um, are our doctors bad too? Like, what 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 do we do? Does anything work in this organization? Like they were so desperate for a win that they were just sacrificing the health of their players to try to get the best team out on the field. And then they, they lost by cases double digits. Long term, he doesn't <laughs> give a fuck about Donald's shoulder. He wanted to win the game. Oh, I cannot believe he is still the head coach going into our next game. And Joe Flacco and Frank Gore are starting. I'm starting. Not, I'm not, I'm not going to watch them until Adam Gase gets fired. And I probably won't no. watch after that. I will not watch them. I won't. And you know what's going to happen? They're going to win like two games, and the Giants are going to get Trevor Lawrence. I don't <laughs> think that's going to happen. No, they're they're so bad. <laughs> they're gonna go. They're <laughs> so <laughs> bad. The only chance they have to win is the Dolphins, and they just blew out the 49ers. So <laughs> Dolphins don't look bad. They don't look. Yeah, okay. no. That was their only chance to win. <laughs> Unless they get like ultimate Fitz tragic, like five picks, <laughs> three pick sixes, yeah. <laughs> and that's the only way. And then you'll get two in the second half, and it'll light you up. I Fitzpatrick hope so. hasn't been bad. At all. <laughs> no, he, he's. Eh, he's been he had a good game last week, but he hasn't been great. I mean, just from pure stats perspective, four touchdowns, five picks, very good <laughs> for him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those are Darnold's numbers too. Yeah, those are Daniel <laughs> Jones' numbers. <laughs> All the best know, quarterbacks. <laughs> it's just the thing. The whole Le'Veon Bell thing is just such like the most epic failure of like a decision that you could ever like witness in football. Like you have this guy sign him four years, $52 million. He plays 17 games and he's cut a year and a half into the contract for not even fault of his own. Like it wasn't like he was so bad that you just had to get out of the contract and you had to cut him. You just didn't use him to the point where he wanted to leave and, and it just wasn't worth it to have him. It, yeah, at that point, it's like, fuck it. We're not going to use him anyway, and we might as well just tr- get rid of him to like, so it's he's like, not a problem. We're even not if we do the whole Jamal Adams thing again. Yeah. Even if we can't trade him, we have to pay him. So let's just let him leave, make him happy, no drama. And yeah, and it's just like – and they say this on the K show He's probably a lot, so but... hyped. He got his money, and now he's on the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, no, he's living, <laughs> he's living right now. Yeah. But um, they say this on the Michael K show a lot, and like it's it's true. It's another like thing that that just is mind blowing about Adam Gase because it was known when Gase got there um, that he didn't like the the Bell contract, right? He's like I, he wouldn't have given that much money to a running back or whatever. He didn't like the deal, 
and like that's okay. Like you can not like the contract, but like you have Le'Veon Bell now. Like that it's not your is money. what it is. So now that he's there, whether you like it or not, you better fucking use him because you have him and he's not going anywhere until the point where now you didn't use him so much. Now he is gone and now you have Frank Gore. So is that what makes Adam Gase happier? At least he doesn't have to pay. They're, they're not paying Levy on that contract. But now they he still has a are. Year old. Yeah, so now they, exactly, they still are. <laughs> now you're paying him to not 60, use him. And they have a 60-year-old running back now who can go three yards up the middle and then get hit. It's just, it, it doesn't make any sense. And it's just, it sucks for Jet fans who obviously when Le'Veon Bell was signed, that was a huge free agent signing. And it was like, you know, we got, we finally have a star on offense, pair him with Darnold, like he's going to help his development and all that pass catching ability. And just to see it completely fizzle out like that, when it really, really did not have to be that way, because it wasn't a performance issue with Bell. Aside, he didn't play great, but like obviously the, the line last year and everything. Look, but just to see it. And Le'Veon like Bell averaged. Le'Veon Bell averaged 80 yards per game with the Jets, which is not great by any means, but considering the play calling and the offensive line and everything, that, at least for me, is a lot higher than I expected it to be. So I don't think, like you said, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a talent thing. I think he can still be very good, and I think he will be on the Chiefs. Um, <laughs> yeah. We just are, the Jets are just a completely just terrible organization. We're yeah. seeing the true effects of what Mike, Mike McCagnan did to the franchise. Because not look, I think we all know at this point that Bell contract probably wasn't smart either way. But in that same off season, they gave uh, C.J. Mosley eighty-five million dollars. He's played one three quarters for the team. He's opted out this year. He's smart. Is that a bad signing though? Like you can never predict what was going to happen. He gets hurt he and he opts out. The thing is. You don't give $85 million to an inside linebacker when your O-line's worse in the league, your receivers are worse in the league, you're trying to build around a young quarterback, maybe spend that money on a few like solid guards, a tackle. If he, like, didn't, if he didn't get injured yeah. and opt out during COVID, you probably look at it at the, the same way that we're currently looking at Le'Veon Bell. Like, okay, maybe not the best contract, but at least you have a really talented player on the team. Just make the best of it. But... But Unfortunately, if he was like he's... playing mad well, you know? yeah. No, I like I like Mosley. I think he's gonna be good. It's just like it it wasn't the time to be throwing flash money at. Well, they paid arguably the two least important positions on the field. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> running back and inside linebacker. And then they I mean, paid like... A, like Crowder's been good. He's a slot receiver. They paid Josh Bellamy. Who the hell is that? I don't know who that is. He's not on the team anymore. That's who it is. <laughs> Um, yeah, McCagnan's obviously trash. He had a he had a hand in hiring Adam Gase too, and, yeah. and got himself fired <laughs> yeah. from it. That's <laughs> but, that. Adam Gase's blessing will be he got McCagnan fired and got his Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> so that's in true. the end, maybe he was the Could best be, coach might be in the Jets might be a history. Net positive. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, but I'm yeah, sure. it's a shame. It's just it's just gets worse and worse every week from. Yeah. It, no. Can you believe it got worse from when we scrapped him? I mean, I can, but it got <laughs> it just, significantly it, it, worse. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It feels like it's like intentional. It feels like he's a fucking self-deprecating guy who just wants to just make life impossible for himself. And I, I that's the only explanation that I have. Maybe he just likes getting his ass kicked by the media. He doesn't, bl- he doesn't take any of the blame. <laughs> that's the funny part is he's going to turn around and say, like, but my players are bad and they're injured. 
Yeah, no, that's, not that is true. Never... The Jets did get injuries this year. Every no other team has actually had an injury. Yeah, no. So I guess no, it makes none. No yeah. one else had a short offseason either. The Jets we should, were the only one. We can go on and on about this, but we should talk about how this is going to affect the Chiefs. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. We forgot about that part. <laughs> so we started. I mean, look, what, lo- else, what else is there really? Starting point. What, what, what is there really to say about the Chiefs? They just are amazing and got another great offensive weapon for Pat Mahomes. He's probably going to fucking be MVP of the Super Bowl now, Levy on Bell. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're gonna they're gonna use him how you use him. He, they're gonna split him out wide. They're gonna give him carries in space. They're gonna be creative with him. They can use him. They can use him and Clyde at the same time. Like they can be in the field at the same Yo, time. If the fucking Super Bowl is Chiefs Seahawks, and it's Le'Veon Bell versus Jamal Adams, <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesus Christ! I think Alan Lazard will have a thing or two to say about that. But um, right no, but yeah, they're. I'm very excited for him to play the Jets. I really hope he has, like, the best game of his career, honestly. Um, that would be an ultimate fuck you, and hopefully that's what gets Adam Gase fired, even though everything else should have up to this point. That would um, be you know, that would be perfect. That would be absolutely perfect. And we play the Seahawks, too, so that would be fun. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they're, they're going to use him correctly. And like I was saying, um, I remember if we were recording when, when I was saying, I think we were. Um, they don't. If Clyde doesn't have to be this workhorse bell cow for them right now, if Le'Veon Bell's playing better than him, they're gonna use him. They're not gonna be like we drafted Clyde in the first round. We have to use him. He, he, they have oh, him for five years. They're a good organization. No, yeah. of course. And the reason that he got such a big role, Clyde, right out the gate, was because Damian Williams opted out of the season. Uh-huh. Obviously, Damian Williams is not like the long term answer, and like Clyde was gonna be the guy. But they wanted to use Damian Williams. He was mm-hmm. starting on the team last year. I'm sure they would have mixed both of them in well and give Clyde like a nice easy transition. And uh, and now that's what Bell can be. They can they can use Bell and, and develop Clyde the right way. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it'll not be playing him any snaps. Adam Gase. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, that's why Clyde. You know, you can't play your rookie running backs. That's I mean, it's that's not how you develop them. Yeah. Of course. That's why they brought in Bell. They're like, we've been playing our first round pick. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> we need to um, get a running back in uh, here. And one thing that will definitely keep, I don't know how Clyde is in this aspect of the game, but Bell is one of the best blocking and pass blocking backs in the league. And, you know, that's really valuable, especially for, you know, a pass heavy offense like the Chiefs. So he'll definitely be the third down guy. And I think he'll be more than that. Um, I'm excited to see him and he'll look like a boss in the uniforms. Um, oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! I really, I really just, I hope he's, I hope he just comes out guns blazing. Now They're he's just ba- easily gonna win the Super Bowl. Yeah, now he's back in another, you know, stellar situation. You got Tyreek Hill, Watkins, and Kelsey, uh, running downfield, catching passes, and you know, it's like being back in Pittsburgh, except you have the I don't best know, maybe... quarterback in the league. <laughs> yeah, maybe the Raiders set the blueprint for uh, beating the Chiefs. There's no team in the AFC that can compete with Kansas City. Oh, well, Derek Carr obviously is the best player in the AFC and probably the <laughs> NFL. Um, um, but we don't need to talk about him too much. Everyone knows yeah. how great he is. We hope you all enjoyed that little segment about the Jets there. Very passionate. Um, if you're a Jets fan, you're watching this, you know, we're with you. We mourn with you. Uh, we'll get through this together. Uh, hopefully by the uh, end of this year. Adam Gase is out of all of our lives, and we can all, you know, move on. But now, uh, you know, another pretty sad story in the NFL. Uh, Mr. Dak Prescott, uh, gruesome, gruesome injury the other day. 
broke his ankle, dislocated his ankle, did a lot of terrible shit to his ankle. Um, I don't know, were either of you guys watching that live? Yes. Yeah. Uh, who, uh, there was against the Giants, um, so take that as you will. Was it, uh, you know, Bounty Gate? I don't know. No, I'm kidding. Um, it was Logan Ryan that that fell on. Really? No, it was obviously an accident. Um, it was it was gross. Uh, it was sad, <laughs> and um, I was watching it at Alyssa's house. And... You gotta just hope it's a cramp. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, I can't Tony, believe Tony that. Romo with the you know Mister <laughs> uh, Savant clairvoyant man. <laughs> <laughs> like the absolute dumbest thing <laughs> while the man's <laughs> ankle is I mean, I'm not like saying it was wrong of him that he was just like he probably didn't fully see his leg <laughs> yeah he must not have seen it yeah um, <laughs> but you know Dak Prescott sitting there holding his leg with his ankle sideways and he goes uh, you gotta hope it's just a cramp um, <laughs> all time call by Tony there but that's, yeah, that's I, worth that's worth 10 million a year yeah um, <laughs> no definitely I mean that's what you want now it's gonna be everywhere Um, but you know, I was watching it with Alyssa and I saw Dak go down and like, I looked down for a second and I just looked up at the screen and I like was looking at his leg and I was like, Oh, why is he holding it? Like he was kind of holding his, his calf. So I was like, did he tear his Achilles? And then I like went down to his ankle and I just, that picture that you sent where you just see like the bone in his sock. And I was like, Oh, Oh. And Alyssa was like, what? And I was like, Oh, (laughs) <laughs> I was like, that man just snapped his ankles. He was like, what do you mean? I was like, they're going to show the replay. Watch. And then. Uh, uh. Hey, I know you hate that. Oh, uh, no, man. Terrible. But I had said this. I mean, you know, it's not good either way, but at least it wasn't like, you know, a Paul George, Alex Smith, you know, where you really snap your leg. At least it was like, you know, the ankle kind of dislocated. And that's probably why it looked like that. It wasn't just because it broke. Like, remember when Karis LeVert did that and he, like, came back? <laughs> he dislocated it, yeah. Yeah, but I, Sometimes I know... Sometimes you can dislocate it and it looks ugly like I, that. I think he he had a fracture probably in the lower bone, but I think most of the gross aspect was the dislocation of the ankle. Yeah, yeah. So That's what makes it look a little gross sometimes. Yeah. But honestly, like, four to six months, that's less of a recovery time than any, like, just tearing your ACL. Yeah, something. that's what... Uh, uh, when or I saw Achilles. That update, I was like, so be not as severe as everyone thought i mean it's still severe but he'll be back for the super bowl <laughs> if he do- okay let's just say hypothetical if they do go to the super bowl and he's ready they would they- you can't start him right no they would he won't be ready first because like four Dalton months, would the super like- bowl is more than four months away i mean less than four months away that's not november december january february yeah, it's a little less than probably like just about four. No, he wouldn't play. If he went to the Super Bowl, right. you'd have to just keep Dalton, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dak, <laughs> coming back from busted ankle, grossest thing of the season. Get in there. No, it it does suck for Dak with the whole contract situation too. He he basically bet on himself. You know, he got his his franchise tag because there were offers on the table that he didn't want to take. Um, you know, whether you agree with that or not, like, you know, whatever he valued himself at, he, he didn't like the offers that Jerry Jones were, was giving to him. So he bet on himself to earn the contract and get a bigger payday next year. And he was doing that. He was having the best year of his career by far, throwing for 450 yards a game. The top three yards per game, the top three yard, 
whatever it's called, the top three games, the three games where the quarterback threw the most yards was Dak Prescott one, two, and three. This like, season? This season. Like 500 something. So can you just repeat that? I just... It was, I, I don't know how you would even say that. Like the, the game. Highest single game passing total. Something like that. Highest yards in a game three times this most, year. <laughs> most, most yards during football while yeah. throwing. Through the ball far <laughs> <laughs> three times. No, he, so he has the three high, the single, th- three single highest yard games this season. <laughs> I almost had it there. He threw he threw for mad fucking yards three three games, so he was having the best year of his career, and it really sucks to see him go down like that. And I I wonder what his what a contract would look like. I do feel like the Cowboys will give him something. They'll take care of him. I think that they know that he's the quarterback for the future. They're not going to just like let him go. Um, and he got franchised this year, which was like thirty one million dollars. So ultimately, he'll probably be fine. But it just sucks. Um, not having that long-term security, and I hope he uh, hope we see yeah, him back I, on the field soon. I, I know Alex has said this multiple times, and I agree with him. He's going to get a big deal. I mean, he's clearly a franchise quarterback. He's played well, like you said, uh, through yards far away and and a lot uh, for three games or whatever it was. <laughs> um, what's it called? He he's going to come back. He's going to get a, a a long-term good deal. Um, especially now that we know this recovery process isn't going to be too long. So maybe it's not that severe and it's a good, it's not like a knee. Um, he didn't snap his leg. Like, like I said, it like Alex Smith, like I think you can as a quarterback recover well from an ankle injury. Um, uh, I don't think it'll be that big of a detriment to any money. he makes. And if the that Cowboys don't want to pay him, someone else will. Yeah. So he's going to get his money. Um, I think the Cowboys, Cowboys probably will pay. make less than he would have if he was making a full year with these numbers. Because he was validating maybe. that $40 million offer with the way that the you know, so quarterbacks if, get if the paid Cowboys, over, over and over again. If the Cowboys aren't going to sign him, I think someone would probably throw him 40 mil, like some desperate yeah. team. Um, but He's, he's definitely going to be the... Are, sorry. sorry, I was going to say, I just think like, it's pretty ridiculous how much priority they put into these other players over him. What's going what? on there? What? I don't know. I'm just uh, Alex is sitting on the trampoline. Moving. Yeah. You, know, like, <laughs> you signed Zeke to like such a big deal, Amari Cooper, like all these guys before your franchise quarterback. I think it's a little backwards thinking there, but I don't know. They have everyone on 10-year deals except the most important player on the field, so we'll see how that works out. Yeah. Apparently the the salary cap is not a real thing. It's just a figment of our imagination. So yeah, they just say it's there just so because they don't think anyone will look at the contracts. Well, no, it applies for some teams. <laughs> it doesn't apply for the Cowboys. Yeah, Tyron Smith is out for the year too. Their left tackle on a twenty year deal. <laughs> yeah, it was said. Their offensive said, line is not good. It's not. It's really not that good anymore. It got like Frederick retired. He's hurt. Pull it up. Wasn't Leo Collins hurt too? It was sad to see uh, Dak crying. Oh, you mean ESPN's favorite thing to happen ever? 
It's average, I guess. Oh my god, the amount of times I saw the poor guy fucking crying. So zoomed up to his face too. Yeah, but uh, it was sad. But I like because he's been just playing so well. Um, it was sad to see that get cut yeah. short this season. But in, like the grand scheme of things, he'll he'll recover. He'll be fine. He'll get his money from. I'm sure it'll be the Cowboys. Probably the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, hey, I mean, just just like a, a un- unfortunate thing. Maybe he pulls like a Kirk Cousins, you know, like two, three-year deal with the Cowboys, you know, bet on yourself again and then sign that big one until you snap your ankle. Maybe. Um, I don't know. It's fucking heartless. That was a little rough, but I, I don't know. Maybe that's like, I don't know what he's going to do. Does he... It depends on what offers he gets. I think someone's going to throw him the money. I think it'll be the Cowboys. If it's not them, they're because they're not going to franchise him again. Because then wouldn't he make like fifty mil? <laughs> like when you're on yeah. the second second franchise, it's like ridiculously high. If the Cowboys aren't going to pay Dak Prescott, then the Bears will sign a tight end. <laughs> no one liked that one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they? Are they paying like six tight ends? Seventy. Who the Bears? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. They had like ten tight ends on the roster. <laughs> so, you know, trying to slip one in like the Bears will sign them. I didn't get it at first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, wait a minute. Okay. No, that's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, it sucks. The Cowboys—they're two and three. Uh, they're, you know, they were struggling with Dak. I don't know what. Do- I mean, listen, obviously. I don't think it's a far stretch to say Dalton is the best backup in the league. So yeah. he's top I mean, five starter in the league. Yeah. Oh yes. So I mean, listen, it's not. Look at him. Trevor Simeon, Richard. Like I don't think I don't think uh, I don't think Dalton will will hold the Cowboys back in the short term. At least they have to fix that defense. Obviously, that that's what they've been that that's what they've been they've been losing games, but. I mean, we'll see. Dalton has had success before. He's got a plethora of weapons to, to throw to. Um, I think he can be fine. Simeon's on the Titans. Just yeah, I think the Cowboys have a realistic chance. They're they're probably still a fa- the the favorite in that division to yeah, I mean, to come out of it. Absolutely, the division awful. is really really bad. Um, so. It just makes it it just makes it less interesting. You kind of like the Cowboys were a team that pretty much everyone was taking seriously coming into the season, and now that's just pretty pretty done. Yeah, I didn't know their defense would be this bad. I thought they were going to be a really good team, but that thirty what are it thirty four points of the Giants who didn't score score a touchdown in like two weeks. Yeah, yeah unacceptable. It's really, really, really I, it's so bad. I don't know how it got to this point. Because they were, like, decent last year. They were probably a little underwhelming. But, I mean, they weren't, like, bottom five worst defense in the league. Mm-hmm. Now they're, like, number one. Yeah, and they signed, they signed what the fuck's his name? The defensive lineman? Didn't they sign Didn't he get hurt? Gerald McCoy is out for the year. Yeah, he hasn't played. Oh. They lost Byron Jones, who Richard thinks is trash, who's been playing great for the Dolphins. But, you know. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I mean, you he took them away from one team and they were became the worst team in the NFL, and then Miami's playing yeah, well, that's so that's why weird. Worst defense. Well, 
you take away the best player on defense, what do you think is going to happen? Their secondary is atrocious Richard because they paid Zeke and Amari Cooper. Because he what? thinks they're a no. threat to Darnold. You already <laughs> that moved was, on. That, that used You've to be already moved thing. on from Darnold. That used what, to be What, do you want thing. me to like the Dolphins? No, no. You <laughs> hate Byron Jones because he went to the Dolphins. That's why you yeah, said he was trash. Yeah, because I don't like the Dolphins. Not because they okay, have Tua. but you can't evaluate was... a player unbiasedly because he's on the Dolphins. <laughs> that was before they got two also. I know it's not about the it's not about the quarterback, but Alex just is you said my Byron character. Jones is. I still am too. You said Byron Jones is trash <laughs> because he's on the Dolphins. Yeah, he's still <laughs> trash. He sucks. Let me look up his PFF grade right now. Oh my right. god, Watch when he's PFF grades. That's Matt's a whole analysis is. He has a 67.3 rating on PFF. Let me know if what it is. You watch the guy play? Valuable. No, I don't watch a lot of Dolphins secondary work. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> missing <too> out. <laughs> uh, but no, but okay, I would imagine. What's his grade? Tell whether, me right now. Whether or not, I, I can't find it because PFF is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whether or not Byron Jones is playing well for the Dolphins right now, they lost their best player on defense, that, and they're playing terribly. Right. And also, Leighton Van Sounds Der Esch. Sounds like he's not listed on PFF. Leighton Van Der Esch has been out since the beginning of the year. Maybe and you can't the, find Byron Jones because he didn't play for, like, three games. And Xavier he Woods. He's, he's only played three games this season. And Xavier Woods admitted that they don't try. Oh, the Cowboys guy. That was the, I don't know. I I spent so long trying to find that video. It was so fucking funny. He just goes, you know, you might say, you might, you know, you might say there's like a lack of effort, but you know, you can't go a hundred percent on every play. <laughs> and the reporter's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on to predictions now? Yeah, we yes, should. Because you can't find anything about Byron I said Byron I, I have to pack, so you guys made sure this was the longest episode of all time. <laughs> we did say a lot about the Jets. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, you asked me to play Halo. I'm going to also play Halo. I'm just going to end up throwing a bunch of shit into a bag. And maybe you should pack before. You pack. Maybe you should pack more than seven Packing. hours before the trip. No, see, that's where you're wrong. Packing literally takes 10 minutes. Everybody who goes crazy about, I have to pack, I haven't even, I'm leaving I in agree. three weeks and I haven't packed yet. Yeah, like, shut like, the oh, fuck I, up. So just throw okay, every You're the one complaining about you, you can't pack yet. No, no. I, well, I do have to do that, but like it is, it is ridiculous what people act like when they have to pack. I mean, if you want to, if you want to pack, like, eh. just take well, you everything could, that's you in my pack with care. Yeah, the, 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 if you want to bring like, like some nice fits or whatever. Yeah, I want to bring nice fits. I know exactly where they are. I throw them in the fucking bag. Bring four collars. Sometimes you got to plan out your outfits. And then you're good. You're uh, golfing. What do you need? Yeah. It doesn't even if you're doing that, Alex, it doesn't take more than 30 minutes. Okay. Predictions. It, it takes thought. Depends on And nobody likes going, doing it. That's probably the main reason. No, that's reason. why that's that's, that's why, why you I'm play leaving Halo in ten instead. hours and I haven't done it yet. Okay, prediction segment of the show. Recap. Um, going into week six now. 
Uh, I am still leading in first place at 10 and five. Surprise, surprise. Um, Alex is in second at eight and seven. And then Richard making a little bit of a push uh, at seven and eight. Uh, we still stand in the same exact surprise. We stand in the exact same place we did two, two weeks ago or last week. Um, stagnant on the punishments. Uh, no one, we haven't made any progress in that regard. Um, Alex is shaving his chest. The rest of the two are up in the air, but we'll get to that. I'm shaving my chest. Oh, that'll waxing. be waxing. Alex is waxing his chest. <laughs> Shit. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll get to that. But right now, we will start. Uh, we have a great slate ahead of us for week six. The first game of the weekend. Uh, will be the 4-1 and one Cleveland Browns going into Pittsburgh to face the undefeated 4-0 and oh Pittsburgh Steelers. Who wants to start us? You know, I'm a diehard um, fan of both teams, so this one's tough for me. Yeah, uh, Richard, for, for some reason, really likes both of these teams. Um, but um, little, little – uh, you know, rematch of, of last year's slobber knocker. Um, if if you guys can remember, Miles Garrett took a took a helmet to uh, Mason Rudolph's head. So um, this might be a this might be a hostile battle between these two. Um, pretty impressive team so far. Um, but I am going to I'm I'm going to pick the Browns in this one. I've been picking against them lately. They keep bitching me. Um, because they keep winning, um, so I'm 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 done doubting them. Um, they they seem to be really clicking. Uh, Matt was talking earlier about um, their offensive line is very good, very interesting matchup between the Steelers' great pass rush and um, the Browns' offensive line, which looks like it's much improved. Um, I think Miles Garrett um, is going to end up Defensive Player of the Year. He is having a ridiculous season. Um, I know the Browns don't have Chubb, but they still are 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 getting that ground game going with uh, with Hunt and uh, Dijon Johnson, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, <laughs> the Ernest. D. Henry, D. Ernest Johnson, whatever it is. Um, Henry. Yeah, so I, D, it's D <laughs> something. Um, but yeah, I think I think Garrett's gonna wreak havoc on on the Steelers. Um, I think he's going to cause a lot of problems for uh, Big Ben, um, and um, and that that Steelers offense over there. Um, what was I going to say? Steelers have not really been challenged yet this season, at least not like the the Browns have. Um, their their opponents have a combined record of three fifteen and one. So yes, they're undefeated, but they really haven't played anyone good. Browns will definitely be their toughest challenge yet. Um, I think it'll be close. Um, I'll take the Browns by a field goal. I am a little bit hesitant to take the Browns because it is Steeler. It, it's in Pittsburgh and it is a rivalry game, but it is no Steelers, no right? crowd. <laughs> it's in <laughs> it's in Pittsburgh, um, but but no crowd. Um, give me the Browns, twenty three to twenty. Wow. Score too. You like to see that, Matt? Um, yeah, like Alex mentioned, this is the number one offensive line 
Cleveland Browns going against the number one defensive line, Pittsburgh Steelers. So that'll be an interesting matchup to watch throughout. Um, it would be great for the Browns to have Nick Chubb in a game like this, and they need that extra punch uh, in the trenches. But Kareem Hunt played really well last week. He looks like he can still be a number one running back. Um, he has that dual threat receiving ability as well. So I think that he'll play a big role in the game. And while the deep, while the Steelers' defensive line is the best in the league uh, with Bud Dupree, T.J. Watt, uh, Cameron Hayward up front, they're really fucking stacked. Uh, their secondary is a little weak. They're 25th in coverage in the league. So if you have time in the pocket – you can throw on them. Um, obviously, not a lot of teams have been able to have time in the pocket so that they've been able to win these games. They're undefeated. But um, I expect the, the battle up front but between the lines to kind of go 50-50. I'm sure that Cle- that the Steelers will win some of those those uh, scrums and be able to, to get to Baker, make him uncomfortable. But also, I do think that the Browns' offensive line will hold up time, time every, now, every now and then. So when it'll be on Baker to be able to exploit that when he does have time in the pocket. And I think that he'll be able to have uh, put together a good game. Um, I was a little skeptical of them going in. Obviously everyone's going to be skeptical on the Browns um, until proven otherwise. And I think last week when they beat the Colts pretty convincingly at the end there um, that they really showed that they were like a legit team. So I'm ready to buy into them a little bit more now. I think if they beat the Steelers, uh, that'll just be another step in the right direction and they can really become like one of the top teams in the AFC. So I'm going to take the Browns as well. Um, not completely sold still on the Steelers offensive side of the ball. Obviously their defense is legit top in the league, but I still want to see more from the, from big Ben on the offense. So until further notice, I'm going to roll with the Cleveland Browns. All right. Um, well, I'm going opposite of Matt and Alex here. Um, I've been a big supporter of the Browns these past few weeks. You know, we didn't do an episode two weeks ago, but I was going to pick them against uh, Dallas, and then I picked them last week against the Colts. And I really like uh, the way the way they're looking so far this season. Like you guys have mentioned, their O line is significantly improved, and it shows how important an O line is to a team's success and good play calling. I think Stefanski has has implemented a good scheme there. Um, I think the strengths and weaknesses of these teams plays into Pittsburgh's favor. Um, they're one of the top run defenses in the league, Pittsburgh, I believe. And the, obviously the Browns love to run the ball, you know, top running offense in the league against one of the best run defenses in the league. We'll see what happens in that matchup, you know, who ends up winning, but I think they're going to want to force Baker to throw the ball and put the game in his hands. And while he's been improved this year, I don't think he's fully shown that you can, you know, have him be the guy the whole game and, you know, throw you to a win. Uh, I think they're going to look to take advantage of Wills, who's been all right. He's a rookie, though, and when you have Bud Dupree and T.J. Watt, I'm sure they're going to throw a lot at him and try and, you know, fluster Baker in the pocket, get him on the move. He's not, you know, a great scrambler, small guy. Um, So we'll see uh, how that goes there. And also on the flip side on offense, I know you said you're not sold on – on Pittsburgh's offense, but I think Big Ben has looked pretty good. I think their passing game has looked good. Um, Claypool had obviously a breakout game last week. Uh, is Deontay Johnson playing? Uh, didn't he get hurt? He's always hurt, that guy. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, they have, still have Juju, and I, I think the Browns, uh, their defense, um, their pass defense is towards the bottom of the league. 
uh, I was reading. So I think that another thing on that side of the ball plays in the Steelers' favor, a pass-happy team and, you know, a good passing team going against, you know, a not great passing defense. And then on the flip side, a great run run defense going against a great run offense. But um, I think maybe they can neutralize them a little bit. And being that they're home, I know there's no crowd. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Um, I think the Browns, they've – I mean, they got absolutely annihilated by <clears throat> the the Ravens game one, so that was their first test of the year. But I mean, look if you look at the the points they're giving up to these teams, their defense thirty to the Bengals, you know, thirty eight to the Cowboys. I mean, I know the Cowboys are a great offense. Dak was going off this and that. Um, I guess their most promising win would be against the Colts, where they you know a defense that a lot of people thought was towards the top of the league and maybe still is they they kind of really took it to them i i forgot what the final score was there uh let me check really quick uh it was like 28 to 32 23 was the final score there and the colts aren't a great mm-hmm. offense in general philip rivers does not look the same at all um it's terrible yeah so I think this this besides the Ravens game is definitely the Browns' biggest test as well, and it, it goes both ways. Like you said, the the Steelers haven't played anyone great, and they've struggled against some bad teams. Like I think they almost let the Eagles come back this week, uh, right? That was this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So so we'll see. Um, this is division game, huge game for both teams. Uh, obviously, they'll see each other again. But if you can get that, would be two division losses already for the Browns in a in a good and tight division race at the moment. So. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Um, yeah. yeah. Honestly, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna switch. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just thought about it for a little bit. Um, <laughs> Richard was pretty convincing there. <laughs> um, Howard, You're but a coward. <laughs> I'm not. A, the game hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I could Stick be to wrong. Your convictions. No, this is me sticking to my convictions. Um, It's really the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel it in my gut that the Steelers are going to win. And before you said this, I was thinking, Baker on the run just gets those happy feet. He doesn't – he does not look good when he's under pressure. Um, And and that – and, like, a good offensive line against a great defensive line, like, it's just just harder to – block than it is to rush the passer um so i i do think they're gonna have success against the offensive line they are the the offensive line is good but (laughs) i do think they're gonna have success against the browns offensive line no matter how good it is um i don't think you can really just neutralize uh tj watt and bud dupree um so so i'm flipping it i'm gonna go 23 20 steelers (laughs) I like it. Okay, when you if they if you lose this game now, you're gonna really be upset. Yeah, that so. I, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be tough. Okay, so we have two. I know exactly what Alex is doing. He sees that what? eight, and seven, seven, and eight. He's, He's fighting like, for second place. <laughs> He's like, Let me keep no, this no. I would never, I would never do that if I didn't actually think the Steelers are gonna win. But no, I'm kidding. No, but uh, no, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> um, next game. All right. So we have uh, two Steelers, one one Browns. Um, kind of surprised, Richard, that you went Steelers here, but okay. I know. I wanted to pick the Browns, but they suck this week. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Next game. I think this is. Uh, I think this is game of the week. 
Um, I know there are a lot of good games, but I'm most looking forward to this one. Um, the 4-0 Green Bay Packers going into Tampa Bay to face the four, excuse me, four and one Tampa Bay Bucks. Three no, and three two. and four, three and aren't they three two? and two? <laughs> yeah, they're no three, three and, two. and one. I think they had a bye. No, they lost. They're three and two last week, didn't they? On Thursday night football, they lost to the Bears. Oh, they lost to the Bears, right? Okay, so the three and two. Excuse me, three and two Tampa Bay Bucks. I'll start. I'm going to take the Packers because Aaron Rodgers is the MVP of the league right now. Um, I know everyone decided to give it to Russell Wilson after two weeks of the season, but the game is played over 17 weeks. And uh, it's not no, that's usually not when he neck gets and neck. <laughs> and I that's think... usually when he gets no first place votes after after 17 of them. Yeah, it's just like the, the it's a 17 week season. This is aside from Rodgers and the the pick, but. Come it on, Rodgers is getting MVP his respect. Week. Let's no, not no, act no. like that's, that's why I said it's aside from Rodgers or whatever. But now all of a sudden, everybody wants to decide the MVP after every week of the season. Let the season play out. Every... Why is why do we thing? do this? MVP why do we do matter. this in every sport? That's what I'm saying. It's annoying. Just let the season. They're happen. just the front runners. But dude, they're literally sucking him off like he already won MVP. He's playing and amazing. Richard thinks it. I say every year he's going to win MVP. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I know. It's going to stick by it until he's he never does. received a first place vote. It's just like too much for me. Like, he let usually it hasn't deserved it. So, <laughs> except that one year he threw like thirty four touchdowns, six picks. You want to talk about twenty sixteen a little bit? The twenty twenty <laughs> MVP will be playing in this game, and his name is Aaron Rodgers. The Packers have done everything right through the first four games of the season. They did have a bye, so they're only four zero. But they look like an absolute machine on offense and on defense. Um, Rodgers is playing arguably the best football of his career. They've like scored the most points through the mo- through four weeks without having a turnover in league history. Like they just have not making any mistakes, and it's beautiful football to watch. I mean, Rodgers looks like he's obviously on a mission um, this season because he's got a lot of disrespect the past couple of years coming from the two of you specifically. And I think he's pissed off about that. What do you? So, I picked them to go to the Super Bowl last year. You think he sucks? <laughs> <laughs> Throw me in there. <laughs> I, I listen. He's got a lot of criticism by people saying he's not the same player, and he looks better than yeah, he's, he's ever washed. looked this year. The one I thing that I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that I'm worried about is that the Buccaneers allow the fewest rush yards per game in the league, and their oh, secondary is very good. Uh, yeah, Jones. so Aaron Jones owners <laughs> beware. But uh, honestly, Aaron Jones is great out of the backfield as a receiving back too. So I think that they'll still be able to make use of him. All right, can we for one second? Are the Bucks the best run defense for the past ten years? Every year Literally they're number one year. in run defense. Is that true? <laughs> yes, yo, I'm not kidding. Well, they had Gerald. Gerald. Richard, you need to put some respect on Todd Bowles' name now. I've I always said he was a great defensive coordinator. <laughs> you called me desperate for picking up the Bucks. <laughs> when did I say that? When I when you got the notification, you posted it in the fantasy football. That was because I did I it to desperate. someone else, and then I just like the next person to be a notification. I just did it, and it happened to be you. Interesting, idiot. <laughs> it's because the the uh, one team picked up Mitch Trubisky, and I was like desperate. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they were, everyone was bitching because he had like one good quarter. They were like, he scored 20. And I was like, all right. So then I had to, you know, make it seem like I wasn't singling anyone out. So then I had to bitch you. Interesting. So yeah, maybe really the Bucks me. defense will get benched this week like they did with Trubisky. Oh, shit. You could be in trouble, Alex. Could be 11 on nothing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm taking the Packers until proven otherwise. They look like the best team in the NFL right now. And uh, I'm going to roll with Aaron. I'm going to yeah. roll with Aaron, too, because I love him and I've never said anything bad about him. <laughs> no, they're, I think they're on both sides of the ball, they just look really good. Their defense looks good. Um, Aaron Rodgers is on his washed king journey. Um, after all the disrespect, <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to prove that he's still on top, and he's doing it. There's and a lot of that going around. This yeah, year, this there's year. there's a shame. It's a shame that the lizard Lazard is out because he was really, you know, he was stellar. He was stellar. Devontae that, Adams is back. Yeah, Adams is back, so they're fine. And the the Bucks just are struggling right now. You know, Godwin's been out, but not struggling, but. I don't know. They did. Uh, you lost it. They're the still figuring it out. Miss me if you lose to the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I like the Bucks. I think so they're going to be just, fine. I, I think they. It's just tough. Schedule. First few weeks of the season. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, it has been a tough schedule for them, and you know, first few weeks of the season, no off season to prepare, new quarterback, new yada yada yada. Um, I think they'll be fine, but I'm. I'm also going to take the Packers. Well, the Packers have a new um, quarterback too, if you didn't know, and a running back. Oh, they uh, don't they don't use what? them ever though. In their first yeah. two draft picks, forgot about that. I'm sorry. I thought if you take right. a quarterback and a running back, you probably want to use them, but yeah. I guess not. Uh yeah. <laughs> um but you, Packers. the the Packers <laughs> The Packers are creeping their way up to um like Chiefs level where if if we're picking a game, I'm not gonna pick against them because they just look so good. Um, so I guess I guess you know what my next pick is now too. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take the Packers. But I do okay. think the Bucks are a good squad. It was a disappointing game against the Bears, definitely. I will say the Bears defense though. Yeah, did, but it's they, uh... they played like old Bears defense of a couple of years ago that we're used to. They yeah. played really fucking well. It was like yeah, it, it, it's, the it's their fifth. It's their it's their fifth game with like this whole new new look team. It might have been a, a little bit of a like trap game, I guess, if they were looking ahead to the Packers. I don't know. Think Brady's looking ahead. He was. He might not be, but you know. Scotty they gotta Miller. Get, they gotta get the whole Miller team on the same the page. <laughs> <laughs> Brady was looking ahead to now. fifth down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think was like, yeah, it's funny. Uh, okay. Did you see he posted that picture of win. LeBron? All right. We're all on the Packers here. Three Packers, <laughs> zero bucks. Let's move on before we get sidetracked with any nonsense. Um, oh, next you know game what? on you know the what's next funny? game. Because uh, um, we're wasting so much time <laughs> talking about the Packers and you have the pack. Hey. Look at that. I basically am Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's the it's the not Matt right nowers versus the Bucks. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> takes 10 minutes. How do we recover from that? We don't. <laughs> okay, next game. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs coming off their first loss since last November. Uh, the 4-1 and one Chiefs against the also coming off a pretty ugly loss, 4-1 uh, and one Buffalo Bills. Richard, yeah, your they turn. looked All right. Um, well, I, I'm going to give the Chiefs a pass because when you're going against such an elite offensive player and uh, team like Derek Carr and the Raiders – you just it, it, you get that you get one of those you know you get a pass it, it happens when when the car We're comes make to jokes when the car comes to town he's gonna have his way um, no uh, yeah the Chiefs you're an embarrassment <laughs> whatever <laughs> trap game bad loss I trust them way more than the Bills to bounce back um, the Bills got absolutely demolished I mean the the, the Chiefs yeah. could have been in that game could have won that game the Bills. They weren't even on the field in that game. And I think either way, if both of these teams won the past few weeks, I'd still um, – I mean the past week, I still would take the Chiefs. The The Bills' defense doesn't really look that great right now, and that was like you know the best aspect of their team for the past couple of years, but they're just not playing you know up to the standard that they've set. And I don't know if Tredavious White is going to play. I know he was out, so we'll see if he's there. If he's not in – I think Mahomes is going to have a field day, and he has his new toy, Mr. Le'Veon Bell. He's not um, playing this week. Well, his spirit <laughs> will, will drive them forward. He's ineligible and, to play because of COVID protocols. Um, I actually read that today, so they, the, the Chiefs don't have Bell this week. Okay, so when um, Ravion Lell walks on the field <laughs> and everyone's like, who's this guy? Because they're going to sneak him on. No, uh, the Chiefs are significantly better than the Bills. Patrick Mahomes will not lose another game this season. They're going to go 15-1 and and win the Super Bowl. Wow. Stamp that on the (laughs) memo. You heard it here first. Yep. All right, you're taking the Chiefs? I think that – I mean, like, look, respect to the Bills. Allen's playing great. Uh, They struggled last week. I don't think – I'm not, like, going to be like, look, I told you, (laughs) the Bills. But, like, I just think the Chiefs are significant. This is the best team they've played by far. Titans okay. were the were f- the first real competition. I guess the Rams and the Jets. <laughs> um, Bills have they played? I mean, they, no, they, they, play. they beat Jets, Dolphins, beat the Rams, Rams. Oh, Jets, Dolphins, Rams, and then one more. I don't know. Okay, so you have the Chiefs. I'm going to take the Bills here. Wow. Um, I would argue you're talking about, you know, the Chiefs were in that game and the Bills got crushed. I would argue that losing at home to the Raiders is a lot worse than losing on the road to Titans, undefeated Titans team who was in the AFC Championship last year without your best defensive player. Um, good squad. They're Yeah, they're very good. The Bills were shorthanded. Um, they beat the Raiders, the Bills. That's it. No, no. Oh, they beat, the Bills beat the Raiders? Yeah, that's their Interesting. Point. Oh, Chiefs didn't, so that's weird. 30 to 23, though. What really does that mean? Couldn't hold Carr back. Really. <laughs> <laughs> they, they beat the Raiders. Um, 3-11, two TDs. <sighs> listen, I think the Bills, they got caught off guard with the, with the calendar. I mean, they're playing Tuesday night football. I mean, Josh Allen is yeah. a creature of habit. He's not <laughs> the, used to playing on Tuesdays. The Titans were playing Sunday night football. <laughs> <laughs> listen, things get weird on Tuesdays. There's never been a game on Tuesday before. It, it, was, it was bound to happen. Yeah, you're um, right. They play. Yeah. They lost to the Titans after 
the Titans had one practice in the previous <laughs> 10 days. Listen, practice overrated? I don't know. Allen Iverson <laughs> might have been onto something. You tell me. Um, but I'm going to take the Bills here. I think that this is per- a perfect um, <laughs> storm for everyone to kind of over-exaggerate the Chiefs' struggles. They lose two in a row. People start panicking. Oh, what's wrong with the Chiefs? Nothing's wrong with the Chiefs. They just got Josh Allen because it's a revenge game. He's coming off a loss. You don't want to see him angry coming off a loss. Yeah. I think he's going to ball they out got, on the Chiefs. They got Eiffel Towered by Carr and Allen. Exactly. <laughs> yep, that's that's Pat, Pat Mahomes' worst nightmare is about yeah. to come true. Um, no, I don't know. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think both offenses can obviously score, and neither defense is particularly great. Um, if Derek Carr can do it against the Chiefs, I don't see why Josh Allen can't. Um, I expect it to be a shootout. And I'm just going to pick the Bills because why not? I think it's going to be a fun game. <laughs> this kid's playing around with his record now. Yeah. All right, Alex. Yeah. Um, Make a good upset. I, I am not going to take um, Anyone the Bills. Game. You're sitting it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna withdraw from picking this one. Um <laughs> I I like the Bills pick. Um I'm not gonna pick them, but the the Chiefs have looked pretty human over the last few weeks. Um they they beat the they beat the Pats uh by like sixteen points. Um but the Pats didn't have did they not have Cam for that game or did I make that up? They did, they did not, not have Cam. Right. So they didn't have Cam. Um, but you know, they won they won pretty decisively, but it, it's not like they blew the doors off the Patriots. Um then then they, and they played the Chargers, six. which was a really, really close game. Um that Herbert played amazing in. That was that was Herbert's first game. Um so you know, you expect a, a rookie quarterback making his debut and not finding out until the kickoff of that game. You expect the Chiefs, reigning Super Bowl champs, blow the doors off them. Not what happened. Um, that game was close until the end. And then, and then last week they lose. They turn around and lose to the Raiders. Um, so I got my eyes on the Chiefs. I'm still, I'm still not comfortable picking against them, especially. Um, Especially picking the Bills, who who are coming off a pretty bad loss themselves, um, so I'll, I'll I'll take the Chiefs, but I I do think it's going to be a close game. Monday, Monday at five o'clock. This one. That's interesting. I bet the Bills Ooh, they, they're not used to playing at five. You know that that might be a problem. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Josh Allen is a big Sunday guy. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Keep my eyes on that one. They're but, actually going to have the Chiefs play on Sunday, and then they're going to have the holograms on the field for the Bills, right? So that the Chiefs get their. They're Sunday actually going to play yeah. two games, and then whoever, whatever, like the added up score of both games is that's going to be who wins. Listen, you see, you'll see what happens. Monday is a lot better of a, of a schedule than Tuesday, so Josh Allen will be he'll come correct. Um, but I am a man of conviction, so I'm not going to switch my pick, despite perhaps a couple convincing arguments that were made. Um, can't say the same for Alex, but listen, that's neither here nor there. Uh, we'll move on to the last game of the week. This is 
the Sunday night game, the Los Angeles Rams, four and one, going into San Francisco to face the two and three Jimmy Garoppolo's They're and Boss Forty Niners. They are two and three. Um, I'll start this one off. I'm going to take the Niners. Um, I know they they, <laughs> they they have not gotten off to a good start at all, but they've been horrifically banged up, um, and, and they're, they're starting to get their guys back. Yeah, this is a big game for them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't, I didn't say Bosa's back. They're, yeah, it's fine. Debo's back now. Kittle's back. Garoppolo's back. Um, and and they they need a few weeks to get their legs underneath them. So, Deep I'll 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 for Deep it. I'll forgive <laughs> the I'll forgive the blowout to the to the Dolphins last week. This is a this is a huge game for the Forty ers Honestly, um, wow. the the Rams are are four and one. The Seahawks are um, they haven't lost yet. Um, so they're not playing the Seahawks. <laughs> they're in the same division as the Seahawks. They're not in the same division either. They it's a, it's it. a it's a triple threat this week. <laughs> they switched. <it. laughs> Look at that. Um, yeah, COVID oh, is uh, yeah. apparently apparently with COVID you just gotta you can do whatever the fuck you want and you can just change all the rules and yeah. all the, all nothing matters anymore. They're so just triple everything. threat match between <laughs> triple threat match between the Rams, Niners, and Seahawks. Um, no, but this is this is a huge game for them, and I think um, I think the the Niners know that. Um, it's in San Francisco, so so they have the home field advantage. Um, I'll take the Niners. Uh, they if they lose this game, their their season is kind of fucked. Um, with with the the Rams being five and one, and I'm sure. I don't. I, I think the Seahawks are on a bye this week. Yes, they are. Um, so so they would be pretty far behind if they lose this week. So it's a must win for them, um, in my opinion. Um, I think the Niners come. They 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 get their guys back. They come out and they and they pull off the win against the Rams. Yeah, you're right. It is it is pretty much like a must win game. It feels like for the Niners, um, with given the division and also the Cardinals are at three and two. They play the Cowboys this week, so I don't know what what would happen there. But probably, if you if the if the Cardinals do win, go to four and two, and and if the Niners lose this game, they're really behind it in their own division. Um, yeah. So that's going to be a little tough for them. But after what they pulled last week against the Dolphins at home, to be just absolutely blown out like that, it really was never a game. I think it was like seventeen nothing from the start, and then it was just you know garbage time from then on out uh jimmy garoppolo got benched i guess he wasn't fully healthy that's what they're going with whether that whether you believe that or not or if he'd really just the guy was like seven for 17 with two interceptions in the first half so they made a switch so that yeah they switched over to cj bethard uh, as a nick mullins podcast that we are i think we have to take our l on that one um being that he's now third string quarterback um, I got off that train, the Nick Mullins train, after I saw that interception that he threw. Oh, my God. That was the worst <laughs> thing ever. Yeah. He literally flipped it to the linebacker for a pick six. <laughs> um, so that's tough. That? that was last – the week before it was uh, against the Eagles when the Eagles got their first win. Yeah, that's what it was. On Sunday night. But, yeah, so they have a real – they have a big quarterback problem. The three of those guys – 
maybe if you combine all three of them, you would have one good quarterback. But something's not right with Jimmy G. Um, I personally have never been fully bought into Garoppolo as a starting quarterback. Who, who, well, he's a starting quarterback, but as somebody who can like really be that great, I think he got way overhyped by people, including Richard, after that 6-0 and start with the Niners when he was traded. Um, and then he went to the Super Bowl the next year. He was great. Yeah, so that's that's it's weird. Like he's holding on to that, and um, <laughs> I don't know. Rex Roseman went to a Super Bowl too. Let's not forget that. And he was filthy. Yeah. In Madden. <laughs> I don't know. Something's not right with Jimmy G. Whether it's injury or if he isn't that good, like whatever the reason is, something's not right. He's not playing great football. And I think that the Rams are a very good team. I've been high on them all year. I think I've picked them every week that we've had them on the slate. Uh, and they look they look like a good team. They they beat um, Washington last week, who's no slouch. We know that. Uh, <laughs> I knew it was going to be like a good team. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if you beat Washington, you're okay in my book. <laughs> Some Give me the run. Give me the Rams, though. I really, I, I'm really sour on the Niners. I know, obviously, injuries are a factor, but they still do have a lot of injuries, so that has to be accounted for. So I'm just going to take the Rams. I think the Niners are are going to throw this year out. Yeah, I'm going. This is the only game that me and Alex pick different, so this will this will be. Uh, we'll nice. see what happens in the standings here, but yeah, they just don't look good. A little bit of a Super Bowl hangover, maybe, and obviously all the injuries. Um, if Garoppolo's not 100%, uh, they're going to struggle, especially you got Aaron Donald out there. And I know Debo's coming back, but he's going to go up against Jalen Ramsey. So we'll see how he can do. He was already back, though, last week, right? They kind of eased him in. But um, Debo? Yeah. Yeah. I just think the Rams look much better than the 49ers right now, and I think they're just the better team talent-wise with the 49ers injuries. And um, – yeah, I mean, you guys pretty much hit all all, all the beats there. Uh, they they got to figure it out, the 49ers. Someone's got to start playing consistent. Um, you're not playing the Jets. You can't go 14 for 15 in the first half anymore, Jimmy. You gotta, you're going to make some tough throws. But, yeah, I'm taking the Rams in that one. Okay. So we have two Rams, one Niners. Um, yeah, definitely a lot of moves can be made this week. We only we all agreed on the Packers, but other than that, uh, we're pretty split with different in different directions. So uh, this is a this is a big week. We're gonna have a lot invested in these games, which yep. is good uh, for for me and Alex. I know Richard's gonna be upset that he has to watch them, but Alex yeah, and I will be into it. Pissed. pissed. <laughs> I mean, who wants a good game? <laughs> Not me. I just think it's absolutely hilarious that you know. We wanted this to be a quick podcast, and it's been two hours and ten minutes. It's the longest one we've had in so long. <laughs> so long. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's just what we that's do just, here. The that's memo. how we do it. Well, if you made it to this point, uh, you should probably go to the doctor. But um, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks for, for making it here. But uh, we'll see you next time on the memo. Uh, we're signing off. Yep. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs>